Hold my breath and you can go, hi everyone. Oh, it's Brigade. We're going to be here at four o'clock. I know we are. Well, we're not because you've got flights to catch. No, I've got to tidy up. Yeah, I'll help you with tidying up. (laughs) Who the bloody hell's that? Just a little bit. No, it'll be fine, yeah. I'm going to embrace the whole Manchpan thing next time I put my University of New Hampshire Manchpan on. You should indeed. You're listening to the Corona Diaries, a sometimes random and often irreverent attempt to understand the psyche of singer Steve Hogarth. Hello and welcome to chapter 119 of The Corona Diaries. And note I'm saying The Corona Diaries because I spent last night with Lucy and she told me I had to. Um, and she's there to be obeyed. You know what this is? This is the podcast after the podcast it after is, the night before. It is the podcast after the podcast after the night before because mm. we've just done 20 minutes of actual gold, actually, I think. <laughs> we've just done 20 minutes of gold and I forgot to press record. I'm, I'm now checking in the sunlight. Part of the problem is we're in, we're in the sunlight because we're in your garden. Yeah, we're, we're in my garden. It's a hot day, as, as, as I'm sure you all know. It's hot yeah. all over the world at the moment, or seems to be. It's hot in Denmark as well. And it's delightful, isn't it? Your garden is an absolute picture. And I've got a sunshade up here. You've got a sunshade Every up. now and again, the breeze catches it, and it makes a creaky noise that sounds exactly like a crow. So if something goes arc, uh, it's it's not that I've got a <laughs> one on my shoulder or anything. <laughs> I'd notice if you've got a crow on your shoulder. You've got a rat on your drive. I should get a crow on my shoulder, really, shouldn't yeah, you I? Should. That'd, be a good, uh, that'd be a good addition. Yeah, the, yeah, something went by, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. We parked the car last night. Yeah. It was quite a big one, it wasn't it? It was massive. It wasn't as big as a cat, but it was... No, it was It was up there, though. It was, yeah. Oh, it was It was almost rabbit size, wasn't it? It was a small rabbit. Went skulking past. It did. It did. It didn't join us for gin, did it? No. Maybe I should shut that door in case it's about. Oh, no, I think it's it, it's a out-at-night one. Right, an out-at-night rat. It was doing that thing you see rats do when you drive up to them where they're kind of concentrating on something. I don't know why I'm doing its paws oh, with yeah. my hands. You're looking there. a bit ratty. <laughs> I'm looking a bit ratty. <laughs> don't know what I was doing that for. <laughs> but, we, but we'd arrived back from Cropperty. We had. We'd arrived back from Cropperty. I had the great honour once again of singing with Clever Trevor um and his amazing band um so um for the first time ever i performed life on mars with him and and with a band um and that was wonderful because i always have to hum the guitar solo myself (laughs) (laughs) beautifully vic reeves uh yeah so not to have to hum the guitar solo myself and actually hear a seriously good guitar player just rip that rip through that was 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 wonderful um and tim widener uh, who was doing the out front sound told me afterwards it, it gave him goosebumps and that's praise indeed because mm. tim's trevor's engineer and he he makes the seal albums and lord knows what else he's, he's an incredible engineer um i think lucy was quite taken wasn't she by the out front sound oh yeah she did yeah, say yeah. to him it sounded great yeah I've never heard anyone put um, 
he's usually when we're rehearsing he's usually in the next room with with two monitors and, and a desk of his own and in the space of an hour he puts together a sound that sounds better than a record mm. of the band in the next room and it, it really sounds superb so he's quite a guy um so it's praise praise indeed but very touched by some of the comments i got last night um from uh, from various characters and um yeah i sang life on mars i sang i'm not in love with lol playing the piano which which is again you know a pinch yourself forrest gump moment we'll get we'll on to that. that we'll get on to that um and um kiss from a rose and different for girls and downtown train was that all of them have i missed one out well that's enough um but it it's a great privilege to to sing those with that band because hell of a band mm. well we'll come to that we'll, we'll 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 come back to last night because it's it's worth delving into we've got a bit of housekeeping before we start um first firstly first up uh, I've I've made good on my promise for those of you who sent things to me baubles and Christmas gifts and what have you with with a view that I would pass them on at some point uh, I've I've passed them on in August you uh, have um so Eight I arrived with a bundle well nine months I suppose yeah pretty much I, I, yeah I got them you'll have got in November did you yeah well, almost a year then in fact um, I think some of them might be from the year before oh Maybe those sprouts will be past it. <laughs> no, they're fine. They, they, they were. They were. They were this year. The they, they've will be not fine. gone over. No, I mean no. Right. No, I think you're fine with them. Better than we plums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, your plums are a, a thing of wonder, aren't they? Thank you. Um, Very proud of them. I'm pleasantly surprised. I was surprised how sweet they were. <laughs> Do you know when you bite into a plum and you don't know what to expect? Is that little moment of un- it's kind of oh, is it going to be tart? Will it be all right? Yeah. yeah. And mm. the colour as well. You never know what colour is going to be inside a plum. Is it going to be the, the plummy colour or is it going to be the yellowy colour? Mm. Well, these are plummy on the outside, yellow on, yeah, the, on the inside. inside. And very and sweet. Very sweet. In fact, they're, they're at that point, a lot of them, where they're going over and they're a bit... They taste like they might have a bit of alcohol There's in them. There's definitely a bit of alcohol in them. Yeah. There's definitely a bit of alcohol in them. breathalyzer after yeah. eating a couple. Yeah, you wandered in with a handful of... You, in fact, you said, hold your hand out. Shut your Shut eyes. Shut your eyes. Hold your hand out. <laughs> I'm going to pop something in <laughs> your hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was very warm because it, it, it was sun. very warm. So I thought I yeah. thought I thought you might have an experience. I, I well, it was uh yes. Um I I actually I thought it was a apricot, didn't I? You did. Is it an apricot? No, it's definitely one of your plums. It was one of my plums. Yeah. yeah my my sister sister Sue bought me that. For my birthday, a couple right. of years ago. A couple, is that all? Maybe three years right. ago, perhaps. It's a, it's a time, good-looking plum tree. Time flies. And it didn't fruit the first year, but it's it started fruiting quite copiously this year. Yeah. Which yeah. the wasps are very pleased about. Um, and so am I. But unfortunately, we've been in Denmark for a month, so we've missed most of the fruit. I'm the only one who's managed to get my teeth into them. Well, I, you know, I've snuck a couple. And you? Yeah. Um, you know, did you did I get them off the tree or were you picking windfall up? Oh no, they were they were off the tree. Off the tree. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. There's, there's, I wouldn't do that yeah. to you. Right. You never know what's going to be in them. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I've been, I've been, I've, I've offered the, uh, I've offered the ladies of the terrace as well, yeah. the, my uh, plums. Uh, yeah, right, okay. It, you know, in my absence. Right, okay. If, if the, they feel the need. Right, okay. Right, and do we know if any of them have taken you up on the offer? I don't think they've popped round yet. Right, okay. But right. Yeah. I'm just popping over for one of Steve's plums. Exactly. Loving it, loving it. You've got a lot of fruit, actually. Are they bakers or are they eaters? The they're, they're bakers. They're really old apple cookers, trees. Yeah. They're, 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 yeah, cookers. Not bakers, they're, cookers. They're cooking apples. And then there's another smaller apple tree beyond that, he said, in the hope of painting a picture of a vast estate. Beyond that tree, yes. there, there's, um, there's, a, there's another tree. You mean um, where Whitaker's just working? <laughs> Dithers. He's got... He's come out of the compost heap and he's doing a bit of work. Right. Yes, uh, although it is warm, and uh, I think they're a bit more eaty. Um, right. The, the the others. And what about your cherries? Oh, the cherries are Morello cherries, so they're not very eaty. They're more. You, you, if you're going to eat them, you've got to cook. You know, put them yeah. in a pie. Um, and we had a lot of cherries this year, but mm. the 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 blackbirds eat them all mm. before before you can really get to them. You know, one 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 minute the wall is a, just a, a mass of cherries, Next and minute, a week later they're gone. And the birds have them. You must have an assortment of crumbles always on hand. Well, yes. Do you well, like yeah. a crumble? Oh, I love a crumble. I'll kill for a blinking crumble. I have to leave it alone, you know, because of the the calories and yeah. all of that. You know, a half-hearted attempt to remain slim, right. but. Um, Every now and again, you know, Lynetta bangs a crumble together mm. in the autumn with the apples off the mm. tree, and it's fantastic. It's one of Alison's special skills, a crumble. Is it? Mm. I've now got access to a billionaire up the road as well, and yeah. uh, she's, she does wonderful things. In Telford. Um, Telford. Yeah, in Telford. Yeah. <laughs> she does wonderful things with, with, uh, with fruit, so I'm... Uh, I think I might plant the seed of a crumble in her mind later on right. in the year. Alison's see what she comes through with. As, as, as our relationship's gone on and Alison's got to know me a little bit better because I've got a really sweet tooth, she's a little bit more liberal with the sugar now, which makes it even worse. It makes it even more addictive mm. in the topping. So that kind of tart to sweet thing's just really just yeah. edged slightly more towards sweet, which is where I'm at. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Because you've got rhubarb as well, haven't you? Oh, yeah, we've yeah, yeah. got rhubarb just down the bottom. It's like a triffid, that yeah. rhubarb. I've tried to kill it. It won't have it. It comes back. Like... Well, HG Wells have the same problem with the triffids. <laughs> they are really difficult to kill. Yeah, they are. I've hacked that to bits. Um, but it just comes... it wasn't HG Wells either, was it? Comes back stronger. The day of the triffids. No, it was... that was uh... Wyndham. Wyndham. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, back to your Christmas gifts. Helena Bonham Wyndham. Helena Bonham Wyndham. We've had a crazy conversation this morning. We should have recorded the whole lot. We should have... Should have. We'll, we'll put this four hours out and I hope that we'll just kill this podcast stone dead. Um, so your Christmas gifts. Oh, yes. Um, so well, you, you obviously uh, love uh, your Brussels sprouts, your chocolate Brussels sprouts have arrived. Yes. Your Alice Cooper... My Alice Cooper bauble was especially um, mm. appreciated and, and will go on the tree. Mm. Um, and has given me the idea to perhaps go with a merch item this Christmas, which which is a bauble with Alice Cooper on it, but my name underneath. And that is genius. Um, 
that might appeal to the people. Oh, that that will, that will, that. I mean, if we don't get sued, that that would be a winner. I think Alice is probably fairly chill, isn't he? Send him some golf balls; he'll be fine. I've met Alice; he's lovely. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. He doesn't seem like a litigious type. No. But you know. Wonder if he gets mistaken for you. <laughs> well, I think that'd cheer him up. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm no oil painting these days, but I'm in better bloody shape than he is. <laughs> yeah, but I reckon he's plumb depths that you perhaps haven't. <laughs> I think that's quite possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's you. a great idea. I think let, let's do the bauble thing. Um, I think we perhaps ought to do them pre-order. Mm, yeah, I don't want a room full of fucking Alice Cooper, Cooper baubles. I know what you do. <laughs> Make them, a f- make them come free with a notepad. Couple baubles. Uh, yeah, free, free with Order a notepad, note- you get a free bauble. You get a free Alice Couple Bauble. Couple Bauble? Yeah, Couple Bauble. <laughs> That's what you want. Um, Alice Couple. <laughs> Alice, c- <laughs> Alice Bauble. Um, I think I went to school with somebody called Alice Bauble. Ah. Um, was it a bloke? Uh, no, 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 she was a lovely girl. <laughs> oh. um, played a lot of tennis. Um, the other thing was, obviously, the special, not, they were all special, some lovely gifts in there, but Paul Lazinski's little... Oh, his care package from Portland. Yeah. Yeah, that was very much appreciated. Uh, I'll definitely wear the T-shirt. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Uh, and uh, I won't put the fridge magnet on the fridge because our fridge is covered in wood. And I'd have to nail it on. <laughs> I had an hour trying to get it to stick before I realised it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> no, I'll Harold it onto the fridge. Onto the fridge. <laughs> oh, so that was so. Thank you, Brie, and I have I've I've kept good on my on my promise um, to to he do has. the blows, which is so, so that's He's a man fine. of his word. Indeed. Nine Indeed. months later. Nine months later. Yes. Uh, well, it felt like a lot of expense just to bring you those. Sounds terrible to the people who put all that effort in. No, it's a long way from Heckman Dwight it's to a Telford. Long way, it's a long way from Heckman Dwight to Telford, yeah. <laughs> There's an episode title if we needed one. <laughs> um, so anyway, just before we get get started, uh, for, the, for the seventh time, um, the, today's could go anywhere. Mm. 119 could go anywhere. You'll find it already has. Yeah. But uh, uh, carry on. Yeah, okay. Because um, you've got to catch a flight, haven't you? Yes, Niall is picking me up at two, um, which is sort of becoming soon, isn't it? Yeah, and um, we've got to do the house from top to bottom. <laughs> yeah, I've got to tidy up. It looks yeah. like a bombs it. Yeah, up. yeah. And she won't be happy, will she? Well, she's not a, she's not tyrannical, but I, I, I do feel the need to please her. But that's 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 how I am. Yeah, yeah. Um, you are the gift that keeps on giving. I'm eager to please. Hmm. Um, so we've got we've got to do that, and Niall's on his way around, and it's and it's twenty past it's twenty past twelve. Uh, so right. at the moment we're recording an episode that actually by rights was put out twenty minutes ago. Yes. So if you're purple and it's late, take this as an apology uh, as to why it's late. Um, we, we're probably not going to do diary because we just haven't logistically got time um, this yeah. week. So this this could be half an hour. We don't quite know where this end up. We've got a few things to talk about. We don't know about where it'll end up. Um, and then we'll try and do something with the Q and A uh, for the purple people. It's in the mix somewhere. But we've just—you've had a crazy week. Well, I have had a bit of a crazy week um, because you know 
becoming conscious again this morning after property was tricky. And then we said we'd kick off at 11, didn't we? And then the phone rang and it was Prague Magazine, um, who um, I'd forgotten I'd agreed to do an interview with. So that took up another half an hour. Uh, We could do with an even tired harmonizer, couldn't we, to fiddle with the fabric of time. Then we could put this out yesterday. Also, one of those things, uh, what was the Back to Future thing? Um, A flux capacitor. Oh, yeah. We could do with a flux capacitor. That would that would do us. I don't. I wouldn't trust either of us with a flux capacitor. <laughs> I wouldn't trust either of us with a tin over. A TARDIS. That's what we need. Really. Um, so it, it'll be what it'll be. It'll mm. be what it'll be. Um, we've had a load of fallout on the back of the last episode, which seems an age ago we recorded. That's actually two weeks since we recorded the um, the the set list episode. Right. Um, yeah. So there's your phone going up. It's Prog again. Um, they can get lost. Yes. Whoever they are. Um, yeah. Um, turns out it's Her Majesty's Inspector, but we'll worry about that later. Um, <laughs> it's the hospital. <laughs> t- we've got your results, Mr. Hogan. You've got a fortnight to live. Yes. Yes. <laughs> your plums are slightly overripe. We're a little concerned. Um, we we got back last night, and we were we were sat in the garden uh, until quite late, weren't we? Yeah. Two, uh, two o'clock. Till two o'clock. Uh, that's, with that's... you with gin, me with a very nice whiskey. I can't remember what that brand was. It's very, very good. Yeah, till till something. Till something, yeah. Uh, and our little plum chasers. Mm. Um, we were we were we were doing plum shots. We were. Um, and having a lovely chat. And a very God pleasant knows evening. What we were saying. No, I can't remember any of it if I'm being honest. Anyway, so one one eight went down really really well. Uh, we had nearly a hundred comments on Patreon Patreon. Yes, I saw them. Of uh, people who got involved. Um, lar- largely with very little success. Most of the scores were modest, shall well, we say. Everybody was very proud of getting two or three two, two out or of three. 14, which, yeah. which is lovely. It yeah. says a lot about the people. Um, but I think, I think Sarah and Gabriella both got 11. I think they probably hit top. You got 13, didn't you? You got 13 <laughs> out of 14. Because I'm not letting you get away with the other half, which should be in. We, we all know it should be in, so... My own choices were wrong. Y- your own choices were wrong. Uh, yes, yes. Um, um, he's, he's docked me a point. I think on a, on a different day, you could have got a lot less. <laughs> I was the, I, it was the list that saved me. Yes. Yeah, but, but the other half wasn't on it somehow. Well, that was worth doing just to put the other half on the list. Which means we've written one more song than I, than, than I thought we'd written when I counted them up last time. Um, but yes, kudos to Sarah, uh, Sarah Golden Keane, Gabriella Brozio, mm-hmm. for, um, for, the, for, for winning, mm. for being joint winners. Mm. Um, the other thing I took away from all those comments was how many people um, have got a soft spot for she's older than me, mm. which I always assumed no one would ever want to hear again. But... Mm. but uh, you know, maybe that gives me a little more ammunition to persuade the band to do it live one day. We've never played it live, I don't no. think. Maybe we've done it once. I don't think we have. I don't think we've ever done it. Well, it's a lovely little song. Somebody pointed out, because I know I'd mentioned that Especially True had been played quite a lot, and somebody did point out that apparently it's only been played three times, so I must have been at all three of those gigs. <laughs> you must have been, because <laughs> I remember when you said it thinking, well, I can't remember <laughs> playing, playing that, that much. Yeah. 
There we are. So it must have just been me in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll take that one on the chin as being wrong. What what I am going to do though is I'm going to I'm going to give Pete's pajamas or Pete pajamas a shout out, <laughs> who was trying to pass off a bad score on the fact that I'd given out inaccurate instructions oh, about yeah. chronological order. Mm. And I've been back and I've read them. And to be honest, Pete, I don't think I have. I think I think it, I think you've slightly jumped there. So I think Ooh. as an effort to pass off your, let's face it, I think you've got four, Pete. Your score's not bad in context. No. Um, but I don't, I don't think I don't think I'm going with the excuse. So lots of love, Pete. But I don't think I'm. I don't. I don't think that excuse is getting you any, any further, really. Yeah, Pete pajamas. Yeah. Watch yourself. What? <laughs> that wasn't me, Pete. Don't mess with Aunt Shaw. That, that wasn't me, Pete. One thing I will say. So Matthew. Put a question, put something, a comment in the Q&A. Yeah. Matthew Kewis. Uh, I think it's Kewis. K-E-W-I-S. So I've gone with Lewis and put a K at the front. Yeah, sounds rational. And he's, 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 um, he's in Washington. And what he did was he put the list into a set order. Oh. So, so, and it kind of links to Pete's point, this, actually. So he put it actually into what he thought would be a set order. So he went with, try and keep up as so I go through, Splinter in Heart, Quartz, older than me, living in fear, beautiful, living with the big lie, fantastic place, enlightened, sounds that can't be made, voice from the past, Easter, three minute boy to end the show itself. Then he chucked in because he did rightly point out it was an original song on Less Is More, It's Not Your Fault, that you would do on your own. Okay. To give the band a, a bit of a, a break. Uh, this strange engine, and then come back second encore with care. Mm. I don't think that's bad. That's a good encore, yeah. Yeah, I think it's quite a good list. I think it's quite well paced. Quite well paced. I would probably have thrown in. I wouldn't have gone down to "She's Older Than Me," song three. Had he gone down? To, yeah, he'd gone to three. Would you? Two. I'd have hung on maybe another song or two with that, you know, and and maybe maybe stuck the big lion third or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, pretty pretty good pretty good set. And I would have probably put Fantastic Place after Enlightened. Don't ask me why. But other than that, I think it's good. So if you want to join in, Purples, if you want to if you want to do it in order, feel free. Mm. Feel free, knock yourselves out. Just just pop it on there. Let's see what we come up with. <laughs> you know. Uh, and then I'll I'll bundle it all up and send it all to Lucy and we'll see if we can get it for the weekend next year. I got a text from Rothers this morning saying how how did Cropperty go? Which, which is sweet of him. Very nice of him. Very makes nice me, of him. Makes me slightly nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually tell. What does he know? What does he know? What does he want? <laughs> it's not like Steve. No. No. <laughs> no. He's put me on the back foot. No. But he might just be, you know, being lovely. I'm sure he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is being lovely. He's being He's lovely. Being lovely. He's being lovely. He's being lovely. Um, uh, before we go any further, I must mention how much lavender there is in your garden. Yes. Well, even even my garden is a product of um, the faith in the faith in the music. Mm. Because um, when we were doing this house up, I chopped a load of trees down. Uh, horrible blinking. What are they called? Those things. Those conifers. Exactly. I knew I knew you wouldn't like conifers. I don't like conifers. I don't either. like them. You know what do they do? Nothing. They Especially when they go brown around they the bottom. They go brown around the bottom. Yeah. There was a line of those, and I, I, I didn't. That's an episode title. I, I, didn't, <laughs> I, I, can't, 
I cut them all down and somebody pointed out, I think the neighbour then pointed out that you're supposed to apply to the council to because we're in a in a you know uh well the house is listed and we're in a conservation area and God knows what you're supposed to go to the council for permission to remove trees. Right. And I'd already I'd already chopped them all down yeah, by then. Yeah. So I went down to the council offices with a little map of the trees that I was proposing removing. And I'm going up the stairs in the council uh, offices in Northampton. Honest blokes coming down. Which is strange, bearing in mind you're in Telford. <laughs> <laughs> the commute must be awful. Telford, Northamptonshire. Right, right. Uh, and, and he's coming out. Hello, Steve, how are you doing? And I, oh, I'm fine, thank you. He said, um, he said have, you, have you come about trees? I said, yeah, how do you know that? And he'd already, somebody had already been in touch with him about my tree cutting. Right. Uh, he said, I, I believe you want to take some trees out. I'm thinking, this guy must be psychic. Yeah. I said, well, yeah. Um, not only did he know who I was, he knew, he, he knew what was on my mind. Yeah. Um, so I went into his office and he was in charge of shrubbery. Um, <laughs> And so I showed him... Daylight shrubbery. Please tell me it was daylight shrubbery. <laughs> I, showed, I showed him the map. And, uh, and I said, well, I've got a bit of a confession to make, actually. He's called Ian. Ian. Um, I've, uh, I've already cut them all down. And he went, oh, oh, dear. He said, well, I'll tell you what. He said, I'll come around next Wednesday for a site inspection. Right. You can show me where they used to be. Right. And I'll tell you it's all right. And I'll tell you it's all right. So I said, oh, that's very sweet of you. So the following Monday, I get a phone call. Hello, it's Ian, the shrubbery man from uh, Northampton Council. Um, about this site visit next Wednesday. I said, what? He said, my brother is also a huge fan of your band. And um, he's a landscape designer, and he's, he's, he's designed gardens for Monty Don and Chelsea Flower Show, God knows what. And he said, if he can come as well, he'll measure your, your plot and design you a garden. So I said, well, that'd be lovely. So he came as well, and um, Ian signed off all my trees with permission to cut them down, and this other chap went around with a tape measure, and about three weeks later, sent a drawing of what is now this garden. And I planted this garden according to his design. And all the lavenders that you pointed out were, were, were on his diagram. It's actually on the stairs. I was going to say, is it the thing that's on the stairs? Yeah, that's what he sent, yeah. yeah. sent us. You need to pop a copy of that. Take a photo and put it on Instagram. Okay, of that. I will of, of, um, of my garden to tie in with, to tie in with this whenever it goes out. Yeah. Um, no, so, I thought. So, do you think the lavender thing then was a little bit of an in joke from him? Well, do you know that's never occurred to me. Right. They're bastard. I'm going to have to take them all out. <laughs> no, because they're great for the bees and they're great for the. I mean, it's, no, there's lovely. bees and butterflies all over them now. Well, that's where the line. You know, I I I remember the you know the English World Garden. Yeah. The, Cabbage whites and yeah, which is exactly what we're looking at. Yeah, um, but I'm yeah, trying to quote myself, I can't even remember. No, it. no, don't, don't, don't. It is the morning after the. It night is the before. morning after the night before, after the podcast, after the podcast. Well, my head's full of Tom Waits lyrics. And yes, I had to cram in. Yes, um, 
Days of summer air and honeysuckle nights. The capricious dance. Capricious. That's a. I always thought that was a beautiful word. With lavender and cabbage. Where'd you get right. capricious from? Um. Well, just the, you know. Butterflies are capricious, aren't they? I've never used it in day-to-day conversation. No. No. It's not, oh. it's not something that comes up when you're in the queue at Greg's. <laughs> I got a letter years ago from a Polish fan and she apologised for being capricious. And oh. it stuck with me. Oh. It's a brilliant word. Mm. It's a really, really brilliant word. Yeah, and nothing, nothing really describes... Well, nothing describes nature better than no. that word, does it? No. Na- nature is... Uh, in its soul, capricious. Um, the capricious dance. Right, so the guy the guy at Telford Council, who's in charge of shrubbery, and let you off for chopping the trees down that you'd already chopped down, his brother has shoved, literally, a shitload of lavender in your garden. He has. He has. And I'm, I'm lost in it at the moment. I'm just having a moment. I'll be back in a minute. No, it's all right. You, you take whatever it is for a little walk. Yeah. And, and, you know, we can... I could even insert a pause, if you want, into the, you know... Made more than 3D. It's more than 3D right now. Hmm. The way the sun's falling on it. And it was if we planned the wind chime. The wind chime just kicked in, didn't it? If you were going to place the wind chime in the episode, you'd have placed it there. It was the sound of my brain. Hmm. <laughs> oh, I honestly <laughs> did think it was the wind chime. <laughs> <laughs> They're indistinguishable. <laughs> they are. They are. So, going all the way back then... And and the garden is by the way the garden is lovely. I sat and read. Um, you had a little you had a little nap, didn't you? Uh, you had your little pre-show nap last night. I had to, yeah, I had to stop talking to yeah. you, otherwise I wouldn't yeah. have any voice for the show. That yeah, you gave me that sort of slight. Would you mind fucking off for a bit, look? Yeah, uh, which you did really well. Oh, I'm a natural. At yeah, that. yeah. It really embarrasses Lynette the way I ask people to leave. <laughs> yeah. I do I ask yeah. people to leave. So that's it. Could you yeah. go Could now? Could you go now? <laughs> she, she mortified. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so when you asked me to fuck off, uh, into, into, which, which was fine because I brought a book. <laughs> like I must have expected it. I brought all the things to do. And I came and sat in the garden and it was absolutely idyllic. Well, you could come again. I mean, anybody who, who, who's happy to leave when I ask them mm. is, is always welcome. What I'm working on is trying to recognise it 10 seconds before it happens and actually just get up and leave of my own accord. Yes. And I think that would put you put me so high up in your kind of list of people. Yes. I There's think, an art to that. Yeah, there is. There's an art to knowing they probably wish we'd go now. Yeah. Uh, they're too polite to say it. And I'm scared to get it and go, well, we really must be going in case that seems rude. Yeah. You know, so you, you get into that sort of psychological yeah. dance, don't you, of not wanting to overstay your welcome. We had that when we went up to the old manor the other week because um, they'd been so, so sweet to invite us up there. And it was like a palace. And uh, thinking, has it been long enough? Mm. You know, we should probably go uh, because they're never going to ask us to leave. Um, I wonder what Mick and Ronnie did. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Well, their cues normally when the helicopter lands on the lawn, <laughs> or the ambulance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One or the other. 
whichever gets there first. Well, I think I'm starting to recognise that, that look as it, it comes across your face. I think I could be quite good at this moving forward. Yeah, all right. Yeah. But well, you I'm going to have to be very careful how I look at you now, or you, or you might just, <laughs> just, just get in the off. car and be gone. <laughs> Flounce out. I don't feel like I could flounce in your presence because you're just so you're just you're just so good at it yourself. No, you, 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 I would advise you against even <laughs> trying. Flounce. I your don't presence. think it's in your meat to flounce. I, I'm not a flouncer, am no. I? No. I did once flounce when I went to see Rocky Horror. Oh yeah. Um, and I'd gone dressed up in all the garb. I'd got some great uh, hold-up stockings. I mean, it was really tarty because the elastic had gone in one of them. Oh, and right. I had a feather boa. Wow. So for effect, I kind of threw my feather boa over my folder and flounced off. Got any photographs? No. Oh. Um, I'd pay good money for one of them. Well, the, the thing was, it w- w- and it could never happen again, so I, I flew this thing round my neck and flounced off, and one of my stockings fell down just at that point, which oh. was, which was yeah, just... Exquisite was, comedy it, moment. It was. It was <laughs> absolutely fantastic. And I had long hair at the time, and uh, I always thought Tim Curry's performance in Rocky Horror is astonishing. Mm. I saw that live. Did you? I, yeah, I went, I went. There was a little theatre in, in Soho, wasn't there, near Trafalgar Square, I think, Covent Garden, where it was always on. And I don't know how I went, but uh, Dizzy Spell and me went, went to see it one night. It's brilliant. Someone had recommended it. Oh, it's brilliant. Bonkers. Oh, it's fantastic. But the songs are really good. <clears throat> the songs are really, really, really good. It's uh, it's a bit of a guilty pleasure, man. Anyway, back on to what we've been doing. We've been what, half the, an the hour stockings or the, or the... Back, back on to yeah, stockings. Anyway, carry no, on. no, 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 no. Obviously, I I I appeared because we were going to Croperty. Yeah. Um, and which is a lovely festival. It is a lovely festival. Marillion played it a few, few years ago, and we played it because there's a there's a bloke who's sometimes in the pub called uh, Dickie Beaumont, and Dickie um, Dickie's an old roadie from way way back when. I met and him he, last night. He's worked for the Hollies for years, but the word on the street in the village here in Telford right. is is that he he plugged Jimi Hendrix in, so he goes back that far. And he says, well, you know, all the time when he's talking. So whatever he tells you, he'll go, blah, 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 you know. Well, you know. You say, how are you, Dickie? You know, because he's getting on a bit. Well, you know. Um, and I was, was talking to Dickie one night in the pub, and he said, have you ever done Croperty? And I said, no. And he, said, he said, oh, I know all the people there, you know. Um would you fancy doing it? I said, yeah, yeah, set up a meeting. So he got, he set up a meeting between this guy called Gareth, who seems to be more or less in charge of it now. Is he the guy with the Winnebago? I don't know. I've forgotten what everybody looks like. Um, so, but but they came, they came, we had a meeting in the pub and I hooked him up with Lucy and we sorted mm. it out. And we, we, we did this, we, we played on the Saturday. Saturday is always Fairport Convention Night. Yes. So they headline it and we, we were on before them. Um, and it is a lovely festival. It, it's got a really, not, I mean, it's, it's a bit of an old folks home. 
Oh yeah. But but they you know they bring their grandchildren. Yeah. So there's the, the, there's more than a smattering of kids, and it's just a very mellow festival. Mm. Um, you know, there's nothing. There's nothing really hardcore about it, you know. There's there, there's nobody u- using or selling a lot of drugs. No. But despite that, I managed to have a very good time. <laughs> and um, there's lots of people in fishing chairs and whatnot. And all the security folk and the people who, who man all the gates and do all of that are all really yeah. lovely and really friendly. Uh, and a little bit out there, you know, they're oh. all old hippies and totally out there, just out there, but in a really nice way. The um, the guy who waved us in with the kind of kind of he had the long beard where that mm. plaited, you mm. know, beard. I saw him later on. He got a Gandalf pipe, you know, one of the really <laughs> long things. <laughs> About they're about you know about a foot long yeah. with a really little bowl on the end. He, he was there with his gun, smoking and puffing away in his Gandalf pipe. Yeah, well, it was originally a folk festival because it was Fairport Convention's own thing and still is, and it slowly over the years drifted in the direction of um, of being open to all sorts of other things. Mm. Steve Hackett is headlining mm. it tonight. Clanad were on yesterday were. before us. Um, Clan had very folky. Us, you know, Trevor's band, very poppy. Mm. A rip-roaring pop, good time sort of set, really. Um, Harry's game isn't the natural warm-up for relax, is it? No. As a rule? No. Well, we were fairly sure they wouldn't blow us off. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, you know, they were great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I bought... Harry's game is one of the few singles I bought that year. I think I bought about three singles that year one was um we close our eyes by go west oh yes one was harry's game and i think the other was um was that the year johnny and mary came out uh robert robert palmer, palmer. yeah but i i didn't buy a lot of singles in the uh in the 80s but i bought harry's game i thought it was a mm. sonic masterpiece as indeed was we close our eyes which is produced by gary stevenson who lives a few villages away and and has sort of become a pal as well um so um um, 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 yes property festival it's got it's got a lovely it's got a lovely vibration and the people who who run it are all sort of weirdy beardy pleasant Mm. types uh as you say who may well arrive with their beards plattered in a gandalf pipe yes a lot of hats as well on display last night yeah a lot of hats did oh. you hear the crow there? That was the crow, yes. Yeah, settle down. Yes. <laughs> Have you come across Troy Hawk? <laughs> yes, that's on the <laughs> other shoulder. <laughs> you haven't come across Troy Hawk, have you? <laughs> Troy, there is a link here. We will get <laughs> well, those. birds for Tro- a kick-off. Tro- well, yes. Well, so Troy, Troy Hawk um, is this comedian that, <laughs> that has set up this persona of being a professional greeter. Right. Right. So he he goes. Funny enough, there is a link actually because he wears this purple smoking jacket. Oh. Right. And he's got that kind of nineties thirties with a pencil moustache and thing going on. Oh yeah. And he goes and he stands outside, sort of Poundland or W H Smith, <laughs> and he welcomes people. <laughs> Weatherspoons. He did a great one with Weatherspoons, and he'll just stand outside and he'll do the kind of thank you very much, madam, for coming. Weatherspoons appreciates your custom, right. and he does that. Right, and he and he just has these hundreds and hundreds of lines before somebody at the store comes out and goes, "Who the bloody hell are you?" <laughs> and then he says, "I'm from the Professional Greeters Guild and what have you." 
But one of these things, he, uh, somebody said, hey, well, you know, what's your name? And he said, Troy Hawk. And she said, sorry, Troy Hawk. And he said, uh, and he said uh, what, Troy is in whatever. No, was, uh, Troy is in Roy with a T. And Hawk is in Kaka Kaka. Which I just thought was brilliant. Kaka Kaka. Kaka Kaka. Kaka Kaka. I'm assuming that's the noise a hawk must make. Oh, I see. <laughs> Falls flat when you have to explain it, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Trev, Trev invites you along. Yes. Mr. Horn invites you along. Tre- yeah, 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 he invited me. Well, what, what happened was I was supposed to do it last year uh, and COVID mm. uh, prevented. Was it last year or the year before? It might even have been the year before. Yeah. But, but I, we, we, we were on it and then... Um, the lockdown happened, COVID happened, and then this year I, I saw that the same lineup was was being advertised for this year, and I thought, oh, I wonder if he still wants me to do it. So um, I happened to be in BMG talking to Janet, his wife, and I said, do you know if Trevor still wants? Because Trevor never gets in touch. Yeah. Uh, Till about the day before. Hi, Steve, it's Trevor. By which time, you know, it throws your life into chaos. So I thought I'd, I'd try and find out earlier. So I said to Janet, does Trevor still want me to sing in Cropperty? And she said, I don't think he knows he's doing Cropperty. I said, well, <laughs> they're advertising it. Selling tickets. Uh, <laughs> so she said, oh, I better let him know. <laughs> so, um, yes, so, so I, I, I was supposed to be doing it a couple of years ago. And I I booked a month in in uh, in in Denmark, of course, for my holidays this year because we've finally been given a month off. And Lynetta said, "Oh, great! I've always wanted to have a, a bit more time in Denmark because wherever we go, mm. in 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 our light aircraft, yes, yes, the Spitfire." <laughs> um, Whenever, whenever we go to Denmark, it's always a bit of a rush, and we're always leaving before we've arrived. So she's always wanted to spend, you know, a, a good a good period of time there. But of course, Sod's law dictates that property was right in the bang in the middle of that. So I've had to fly back for it. Um, but but you know, it, it's such a pleasure to play with that band and those people. The people are lovely. Trevor's a legend. Yeah. Um, the chance to sing those songs with that band, mm. I'd crawl over glass, let alone um, fly back from Denmark for. So here I am, and it went well. You know, it's a tall order uh, singing. I mean, "Kiss from a Rose" is quite a tall order to sing live. Um, it's quite technically difficult in and out of falsetto, and but it's beautiful. And he wanted me to do Downtown Train, which is the Tom Waits song that that he'd done with Rod Stewart, that Trevor had done with Rod Stewart. And so I've been cramming, been spending days trying to cram those words into my thick head. And it's not not as easy as it used to be to learn words. I really have to, I really have to suffer. <laughs> um, well, I managed to get them in. Tom's lyrics don't necessarily go in an obvious... It's not like there's a line and you know what the next line's going to be because you know you can see what they're setting up for. 
No. His lyrics are really, you know, they're intricate and they're thought through and they're and the, dense, actually. And they don't... The, the ones on Downtown Train don't naturally scan on the music no, either. No. no. So just, just finding a way to sing them yeah, yeah. and therefore finding a way to remember them is a bit trickier than the than lines that just... Is that mnemonics where the, the melody helps you remember the words? I have no idea. Mnemonics? I think it might be. That's one of the reasons why. Yeah, yeah. I think it's one of the reasons why we can we we quite as humans we're quite good at remembering lyrics far easier than if it was a piece of text. You'd struggle to remember a piece of text, but but the the link with the with the melody helps you remember the words. Ring a ring of roses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly that. Exactly that. But for Tom, it won't work in the same way because the words don't naturally scan against. No. Outside another yellow moon punches a hole in the nighttime mist. Yeah. I climb through the window down to the street. I'm shining like a new dime. He's a voiceover artist almost more than a singer. Yeah. He's got that kind of... Uh, I like Tom Waits. really like Tom Waits. Yeah, lovely words. We were saying last night... Lucy, because I, um, I, I, I stood out front and watched it with Lucy last night, and uh, bless her, she bought me a 99. And um, we were saying that Downtown Train would work as a, a natural gig song. Well, I haven't nearly killed myself to get the words. You might as well use it. It'd be a waste, wouldn't it? It'd be a waste not to trot it out. Yeah. That's a big old bar. Maybe I will. Is that the same one? Same one. It's just, I mean, it's coming around again. It didn't get us first time round. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it would. I think it'd really work as a natural, a natural tune. Well, I might, I might tinkle through it and see. I'm trying to decide what what I'll do already, you know, uh, because I'm doing quite a few this year. I'm doing a little German H natural tour. Mm. I'm doing one in Warsaw. Um, <laughs> the last one I did in Warsaw, I was dreadful. I mean, it might, I might have been the worst I've ever been. So I, I owe Warsaw a bit of a favour. It's an apology. I do. <laughs> I do. I, st- I started with going to a town by Rufus Wainwright, and I hadn't really finished learning it. And uh, Phil Brown said to me, you're not going to start with that, are you? You're not going to start with that. You don't really know it. You're not going to start with it. I, I went, no, no, that would be madness. And I came out and started <laughs> with it, and it was bloody dreadful. And I didn't recover at any point during the show. Um, so I hit dreadful, and it went downhill from that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Raised my game to so awful. I, I saw a slightly better gig than the last right. one. But anyway, I'm, I'm doing that, and... Uh, Germany, and then I'm doing uh, the usual, you know, in uh, St. John's in Oxford on the end of it. Um, so, uh, I mean, you might wish to attend that and... and have a bit could, of chat. We could have a bit of a chat. Yeah, let's do that. It's become a sort of tradition. It has, not it? it? Great, uh, I can have another boot full of baubles by... A boot full of baubles. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We've been doing forty odd minutes. We could probably kind of just wrap it up, really, because this is a this is a weird one, isn't it? This is like a well, it's it's sort of live, isn't it? Yeah, we, we, you know, we're I could reach out and punch you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite possibly will. Uh, if you and then don't you can, get to me first, and then you can tidy up on your own. Um, 
I brought my towel down. <laughs> did I, you? Yes, I did. Oh, it's the sign of a civilised person. It's the sign of somebody who's... who. It's the sign of two married men who know that one of the things you can't do is leave wet towels anywhere if you're going back out of the house for a couple uh, of weeks. No, that is, you're a civilised man. I know a number of married men who would... Who would not do... That thought would never cross their mind. Any of them in the band? <laughs> Was that a glint? Fifth Amendment. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Answers on a postcard, folks. Uh, um, one thing I must say. So, because because of the way the eaves of your ceiling work. By the way, that shelf in that in the in the top room is great. You know, you know the little shelf you've made on the beam. Mm. That's really, really, really magnificent. With all the CDs on it. With all the CDs on it. Uh, which is yeah, that's great. I like that. Um, and, and also the fact I stumbled on, and I can't believe you've never put, I suppose, I suppose, why would you? But obviously you've got the original diaries up there, the things you wrote in. Yeah, yeah, on the shelves. But then of course you have, because you had to write in something. Yeah, yeah, um, pen, pen and ink and yeah, pen and paper yeah. back then. In the How long ago was it? Early the, ni- the early 90s. started in the early 90s, yeah. did I? Yeah, they've got dates on them, yeah. So it's uh, you've got a 1992 and a 93 and a 94 up there. I think Iceland's the first. Not that I've been rummaging around your room while you were asleep. <laughs> yeah, what? What were you doing? <laughs> yeah. They're just on the shelf. Yeah. Things on shelves are designed to be seen by guests, aren't they? That's why you do it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, no. Right, in then. my case, they're just up there because they're up there. Right. But, but yeah, but obviously if I was embarrassed about the guests seeing any of it, they wouldn't I'd be there. probably put them away. Yeah. But you'd have found them anyway going yeah. through the drawers. I've hid the diaries, so. but I've left the razzle. <laughs> I stayed in this bloke's house once uh, for a number of months after I split up with my wife. And he was an anaesthetist. Right. And he'd gone away to Australia for six months so I rented his house and there were some very disturbing things right. on his shelf there were these sort of um, these Japanese anim- uh, J- Japanese cartoons oh like manga of, of like dolls with things stuck yeah, in them very, and, very, you know in their dark. private parts yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. is that the kind of thing an anaesthetist should be reading in his spare time no. I found that a bit disturbing. I thought, well, this is a bit sick. I wonder if that was perhaps something you should have alerted the authorities to. Well, he'd been good enough to rent me his house. Oh, in which case, then, that's fine. I didn't want to dress him up. That's you know, fine. But, but, no, it was a little bit... Ooh, I'm not sure I'd want to be anaesthetised by this character, you know. I guess you, you don't get left in a room on your own with him, do you? There's usually other people there. Well, well, not more than once. <laughs> Sorry to this chap who's probably absolutely yeah. lovely. I only went in for a sore throat. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, your throat wasn't troubling you after that. <laughs> anyway, what was I going to... Yeah. Yes, so so your, your upstairs shower... I can't believe we're now talking about your upstairs shower. Oh, yeah. Your upstairs shower, which is, which is great, by the way. Um, um, but I... So, what is, right, I don't know what you're like. So when I travel... Because invariably, I, I'm so used to staying in hotels, I never take shower gel, because there's always shower gel there. Yeah. So I have a, I have a toiletries bag that's always made up and it hasn't got shower gel in it, which of course is a pain if you ever stay in somebody else's house, because the one thing you haven't got is shower gel. Right. Fortunately, your shower's crammed with shower gel. Oh, yeah. So I nicked some of your links, which I thought was a brave choice. Mm, um, that was a brave choice. Uh, uh, links Excite. 
<laughs> Getting an insight into your into, <laughs> it's not into your private life. It's not mine. Um, deep purple. Oh, hello. Yeah. See, I've no idea what's yeah. up there because I, I don't use out. that one up there. It's quite a bit out. Deep purple. Oh. Did there it make are. you go? Whoa. I, I kind of, kind of. Go. <laughs> Oh, but the air was smoke on the water. Um, yes, so I thought, there we are, purple, you know. Yeah, no, I've no idea. Lynetta's got a thing for hair products. And I remember when I first met her. Uh, I don't oh, know how you dare say that. I, went, <laughs> I don't know how you dare say that. Oh, I've got no shame. No. I went, I went to a place in, um, in Copenhagen after we first started dating. And I went to a bathroom for a pee and I I just, just, it was just like an emporium of hair products. Uh, Like, like, you know, more than, more more than the body shop. Uh, And she hasn't changed. There's always, there's always 27 shampoos and 47 conditioners. Um, But I didn't know I'd got deep purple. No. I think, do you know what? You're, it's a house that's actually... I, don't, I shouldn't say this out loud because you have people knocking on your door. Um, steady stream of people to Telford. But, um, like, you walked in the room, you know, towels on the bed, clearly stuff for visitors in that bathroom. Right. You're, yeah. you're an entertaining household. You're well, welcoming to guests. Well, yeah. Provided they fuck off when you're bored of them. Of course, yes. Yeah. Provided they don't take offence when I say, would you leave <laughs> would, you, would, would you now go? I've had enough. Yes. Would you take your goods and chattels? How can I miss you if you won't go away? Yes, yes. I'm looking forward to seeing you next time. (laughs) And we can't do that. Let's not ruin it. (laughs) Until you go. I say that to my own family. I say it to my sisters and everything. I think they've said that to me, you know. (laughs) I think they've definitely said that to me. There's a face everybody has in your family when your name's mentioned. <laughs> kind, of, kind of a little kind of... Uh, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, probably is. And you yeah. kind of know, you kind of, you, you kind of nod and go, oh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> what would you have been if you weren't who you are now? <laughs> is that a question? I, don't, I think that's an episode. Uh, is it rhetoric? I think that's an episode. Right, we'll call it a day there because we've done... Literally 50-odd minutes. Okay. Um, and, and hopefully this won't take much editing. I'll go and tidy the kitchen. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Well, I'll come and give you a hand. Get on my plane. Yeah, I'll come and give you a hand. Round of applause. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll mark you as you go round. <laughs> that's not good enough. She's not going to let you get away with that. Yes, that's a four. Oh, <laughs> yes, that's yes, only yes, a three. Are you really leaving that like that? Yes. Are you leaving that cloth there? Yes. Are you sure? That's a very brave decision, Steve, I shall say. <laughs> you haven't been in my bedroom yet. Oh, my God. Well, I'm assuming you haven't been in no, my bedroom. No, yet. no, you know, no. I wasn't wandering around your bed. You, I know a lot of people do it you, you while you're asleep. sleeping that tradition up then. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just sat there for an hour <laughs> watching. No, not at all. Not, not, not at all. Um, I crept down this morning, made myself a cup of tea. I heard you creep down. Did you? Yeah. I crept badly down. <laughs> It's a creaky house. It's a creaky house. Let's go with that as a title. It's a creaky house. There's plenty to choose from. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Apologies that there isn't much of a diary entry. And when I say that, I mean none whatsoever. Or a croon Or a croon cast. But it's just been one of those weeks. 
and we'll, I'll make it up to you. Up to you. I'll make it up to you. I know what we can do. Oh. I've had an idea. I've had an idea, because we said we'd use this anyway. You've got your new ringtone. Oh, yeah. Is that guy you was Mex busking? The Mexican busker in yeah. Guadalajara. Yes, in Guadalajara. Why don't we use that instead of a Chromecast? Okay. Why don't? So in a minute, you're going to get... It's going to sound like really abrupt, this. I don't yeah. think there's an easy way of getting into this naturally. And unpleasant. Uh, it's certainly special. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So this is. Did you find anything out about him, or is it just the Mexican busker? No, he was just. He was just this old fella. He was standing on the street in Guadalajara, and I was. At, I was with Phil, and Phil said, "You've got to come and see this bloke." And we went round the corner, and there he was in a cowboy hat, looking about 180, with the most distorted blaster I've ever heard, with a mic plugged into it, singing this traditional Mexican song really badly mm. I mean awfully in fact um, and I think any money he was managing to collect was given to him by people like us who thought he was immaculate in right. a bad way um, but he was awful and and Phil managed to record record a bit of him which is now my ringtone right and it could be the highlight of this episode <laughs> In fact, I think it's definitely going to be the highlight of this episode. Especially if you haven't pressed record. Yes, I keep checking, but it's definitely been counting up this time. So I oh, think we're, we're all right. I think we're all right. Right. Well, here he comes. Brace yourself. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Corona Diaries. It featured Steve Hogarth with the insights and me, Ant Short, with the questions. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider subscribing and maybe leaving a review as this will help others find it. You could even share with other like-minded souls, should the mood take you. This has been an A Short Stories production. <laughs>